Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the census of D.C. startups. The numbers are in. There's a few really interesting stats. A lot of people think that D.C. is a region of federal government, which, quite frankly, it is. But there's a whole other side of it that, that people don't understand. If you're starting a business as an entrepreneur, often the hardest thing is where to find resources, how to find people to help mentor you to success, where to find money, where to find great real estate. It's just burdensome in the extreme. Our next guest, Adam Zuckerman, has really been running at solving this problem. He's the founder of Fosterly, a great regional resource here in the D.C. community that connects entrepreneurs with these resources. And Fosterly just completed a survey, a topographic survey of startup activity in the region. Adam, thanks for joining us. And Tell us a bit about the survey. It's big news. Yeah, it's it's great to be here. Thanks for for inviting me in. the The first census that we did is a culmination of five years of Fosterly being engaged with the community. And every year we we try to pick one gigantic hurdle to to overcome to help people actually get to work. And this year we said, you know what? People keep coming to us saying, hey, do you have stats on what the businesses are, what the startups are, what the actual composition of the community is? And our answer was, no, we don't. And we don't know where that exists. And after talking to a bunch of people, it it confirmed our view that there wasn't a data set on the region's startup community. And we went out to find it. What did you learn? Oh, we learned a lot. Um, There's a few really interesting stats. A a lot of people think that D.C. is a region of federal government, which, quite frankly, it is. But there's a whole other side of it that that people don't understand. We, We put out this resource back in November, and we had over 200 responses, 217 to be exact. And the average time to complete it was just about 40, 45 minutes. And to ask a founder of a startup to dedicate 45 minutes unpaid to give you information is is pretty impressive. And the responses that we learned were unbelievable. So DC, is it really a a federal town? Maybe. 77% of the revenue that people reported coming in is actually from the private sector. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of little tidbits like that that we learned that, quite frankly, D.C. is not just federal government anymore. It's business. So that's just, these are 217 startup entrepreneurs. These are people that are mm-hmm. involved. What kind of businesses are they launching? Oh, they're, they're all over the place. The, we have a top 10 industry list now. Uh, number one is computer science. Two is marketing and advertising. Three is IT and services, internet, financial services, management, consulting. It, it goes all the way down the line to fringe things. There's healthcare. There's travel. If you name it, we have a little bit of it here in the area. What I find interesting about your life journey, Adam, is that you've taken the time to try to put together this community resource. But uh, you know, your day job, you've got your own startup you're doing right now yeah. in VR, and you also are doing corporate investing with Discovery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you see the how do you see this all working together? And is is your life indicative of the? Are there many more people like you than perhaps outsiders realize? I think that there's a lot of people that that are in a situation where they get to be entrepreneurial. And I'm in a very fortunate position in that by doing Fosterly, by working where I work, I'm able to take bits and pieces that helps everything out in a very symbiotic way. That oftentimes is difficult to do unless you're in an innovation venture capacity at a larger company. I'm very, very fortunate. That said, um, I also know several people with, with air quotes side hustles going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Side hustles, you know, it's funny. We, we hear the concept of gig economy a lot these mm-hmm. days. One of the things that I find kind of amusing when I talk with baby boomers is this idea that that millennials, Gen Xs, are somehow uh, lazy, slackers. But mm-hmm. I actually find that um, our entrepreneur community here in D.C., the sub-35 community, I see a lot of hustle. 
Yeah, it, it's funny. I, I used to hate that word. I used to think that hustle was the guy in the street corner selling selling watches out of his counterfeit of his, watches. Exactly right. Or it was for middle school kids, and the the basketball coach was yelling hustle more. Yeah. But it, it's it's gained a positive spin, uh, almost the reverse of hacking. Hacking used to be positive. Now it's oftentimes used in a, in a negative term. The the reality is that if you want to live and if you want to dive into the entrepreneurship lifestyle, and it, and it really is a lifestyle, you have to work your butt off, and that's the the equivalent of of hustle. Um, ideas are easy. A lot of people have ideas. The, the, the challenge though is turning those ideas into a reality. And the question then becomes, what are you actually going to do to, to make that happen? Where are you from? What's your background? If we want to go back to stats, one of the things that we found were that people were coming to the area, not just from the local area, but from many, many other places. We had 13.9% of respondents say that they were born in another country. There is an interesting data point there, isn't there? Mm -hmm. All this discussion about immigration at the moment, uh, it's not really being discussed how often entrepreneurship and immigration do move hand in hand, right? Mm -hmm. you, you have to pick up and move to another country you don't know anybody and yeah. overcome. Do you think that as we look into the next year or two, DC has a great opportunity to really influence conversation about things like immigration because of the way our entrepreneurs act? You know, it's it's a great question. So uh, I'd say this, one of the things that we do, and I mentioned earlier that we try and do one big thing a year, uh, was to map out every single embassy and consulate in the DC area. And that was pretty successful when we did it. And the reason why we did that was not just to say, hey, they're located here, but also to see if they had programs in place to help people jump off and go to other countries or from those countries come in. So we've seen missions from the UK, for example, bringing entrepreneurs over or Ireland and a bunch of other locations. And what I can say is that DC is uniquely positioned to work with governments solely because of proximity of where they are. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be able to influence policy more than others, but there's certainly better opportunity to get in the room with the people who can. And the question then is begged, what voice do we have and how loud can we be? One of the things that uh, I've noted about your career, Adam, over certainly over the last couple of years with your work in Discovery is you traveled so much around the yeah. world, around the country, you actually gave up your apartment for a while. Yeah. You didn't need one. I, I still don't have one. As you Well, so if you're really concerned about Adam Zuckerman, the, the, the email address <laughs> for his home fund is. Anyway, yeah. as you traveled around and you've seen different entrepreneurial ecosystems, what's the one thing that you have seen elsewhere that you think that we lack here that we need to really be successful? Yeah. So there's a lot of ways that I can answer that. Um, you're right. I do travel a lot. Uh, last year, I was in more than six countries and more than 25 cities, which was amazing. Um, and when I do go to travel to cities, I try and find entrepreneurs and startup hubs and incubators in each of them. And the one thing that is a resounding echo chamber wherever I go is that you need community. And community isn't something that you can buy. Community isn't something that you can say, hey, we have community. It takes time to build and develop. And that gets into something called the, the virtuous cycle of growth. So it's a bunch of events that come together and they, they form something bigger in, in a cycle. It just builds upon each other. So if you, you look at big startups that IPO, what we need is when, when some of these companies in the area IPO, we need those founders to stick around and give advice and invest back into the community. And when that happens, now you can go to a bar, you can go to a restaurant, you can go outside, you can go to a meetup, and you run into people, you have these collisions, and, and everybody wins. Um, what DC needs, what the region needs is twofold. We need more community and we need community that spans jurisdictions. 
So if you look at the, the radius around DC proper, it, it is actually much larger than Silicon Valley in many ways. But what Silicon Valley has is one county in one state. We have DC, we have Virginia, we have Montgomery County, we have Fairfax, we have Loudoun, we have PG County. And although they're collaborative, they're actually also competitors. And that's what made our census so unique is that we had over 75 regional partners uh, we had corporate partners as well. I just got off the phone with Brad over at PwC. Um, we had Verizon come in. We had all of the local jurisdictions. And we had the universities as well, too. And that leads to the last point of not only information. Information on itself is nice, but it does nothing. You need to have that final gap of information to facilitation. So what we're doing, for example, is we asked every single startup that responded to the survey, would you like more information about the Fosterly internship match that we're doing a few months later? Lo and behold, hundreds said yes. And with two weeks to go, and I'm sure you know this, entrepreneurs are notorious for doing things last minute. We already have over 325 students signed up to participate in 64 companies, 64 startups. So if I'm listening and I want to get a copy of this report or just mm -hmm. be part of the Foster community, where do I go? It's really complicated. Go to fosterly.com, F-O-S-T-E-R-L-Y.com. Uh, if you like hyperlinks, there's one at the top that says census. Adam Zuckerman, founder of Fosterly, building community every day. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. You've been listening to What's Working in Washington, your podcast to hear about the stories you may not be hearing and meet the people behind what makes this one of the most interesting business communities in the world. Share your story ideas and let us know what's working through Twitter at What's Working DC. And don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. I'm Jonathan Amberman. See you next time. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.